This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's the placebo effect. Placebo. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hello, hello. Here we are, another weekend. Another week closer to our one-year anniversary. I know, man. Can you believe that we have been doing this? For 50 weeks unbelievable and you stuck with us through good and bad and shit shows well some people stuck with us some people just (laughs) made the wise choice and moved on like maybe we should have at some point stop it the hell with them we don't need them oh hate us because they ain't us is that what it is it is all right we keep telling ourselves that we'll see shut up crab apple i know man so it's saturday night again a day late and a dollar short. More than a dollar just short. Just a dollar? Just a dollar. We're doing pretty good if it's only a dollar this time around. <laughs> uh, but it's Saturday night. It's raining out. It's the, the city's quiet. Yes. I pray that it rains every Saturday. I'm sorry, people who do things outside on weekends. I pray that it rains <laughs> like on the weekends. The, like the people who's going to be bringing us our pizza when the show's <laughs> over? Like that guy? Yeah, I feel horrible for him, too. <laughs> I gave him a good tip. (laughs) They always get a good tip. Like, it's, you know, we have this thing all the time, wherever, like, the weather is, like, semi-horrible out. Like, even if it's not even raining, if it's just overheated outside, or if it's a matter of, A day that ends in Y. (laughs) Well, you're always, like, going, I feel bad for the people that bring the food. And then it's like, if you gotta walk, like, three blocks to get $11, like, what other job can you do? And make like eleven dollars for fifteen minutes worth of work. I don't know, Tom, but I'd well, like I mean, to find it. a lot of jobs actually, <laughs> because that's not a lot when you really add it up. But at the end of the day, if you're doing delivery stuff, and you, you deliver know, to like ten or fifteen places, you're doing all right. And you don't work for someplace shady that doesn't like cut your tips or something. Well, see, that's the other yeah. question. Do, so they, do really they really cut the tips? Because we've had people come bring yes, up delivery stuff. And when they come in, they're kind of like, hey, you know. Like, they try to shist us out of some money. Yeah, you think it's okay if you, like, you know, pay us in cash for the tips. And it's kind of like, what? You want extra cash now? And they're like, oh, yeah, that would be great. And yeah, like, like if I had cash, I wouldn't have ordered Seamless. Yeah, exactly. Just... Dude, that's why I put it on the credit card. Just do your job. Bring the goddamn food. I'm not asking for a lot. That's it. It's Saturday night. What are you doing? You Saturday. gotta be at work anyway. You might as well come here. Okay. Bring okay. Me a pizza. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a couple extra bucks. Okay. Great. Fantastic. You You're getting all ramped up. I know. This, that was my whole. That was the most. That was, that the, was most... the burst of energy that I got. That it's completely yeah. over now. Like you have been just a slug, a turd, if I will, all day. You do all the time. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you were just bam. <laughs> well, that's it. I know we got like the show, and I'm like going. I gotta save my energy up for that. So I saved my energy all day. Here we are. And you wasted it on something that has nothing to do with the episode. I love it. Oh, it doesn't have anything to do with the episode it at all. It doesn't. No. All. Look man, who's look look on. who's the bad kid this week. You Whatever, are. man. <laughs> Isn't it just strange how we get off the rails though on this show I think week it after week? It's all right. We're not getting <laughs> off the rails. We're having a conversation. Before it gets too far out of control, do you want to go into a you hurt? I would love nothing more than to get into a you hurt. Me too. I would love the break because I I'm completely like gassed now. Gassed? Yeah, gassed. What does that mean? Like that's you're full a, of gas? That's, that's a not word that good. the kids use. Like, no, when they're like going, oh, I'm so exhausted. I'm totally gassed. Kids use that? Well, you know, like in the 70s, maybe. Did they? I feel like that's a hippie word. <laughs> 
that's totally a word though. It's definitely a word for sure. Yeah, I don't think it means. It means you're 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 exhausted. I'm gassed. I'm gassed. All right, I'm gassed from listening to this. So cut to the you heard. <laughs> This week's You Heard comes to us from the Scholastic Lobby. Oh, no. You're going to get me in trouble? No, (laughs) no. Because I wait for you in the lobby. Used to, when we had a lobby. Yes, when you had a lobby. And I would just wait there. And sometimes I would wait quite some time. So I, you know, would overhear a lot of interesting things that people (laughs) would say coming through. You should be on the upper floors. (laughs) No, thanks. And I overheard this man say on his phone, well... If you look long enough, you'll find a way. If you want it bad enough. And I feel that that fits in with this week's theme. Is that it for your? That's it, yeah. Oh, well, you got to say that's it. Otherwise, I don't know to press the button. We don't play the music. I thought and then you we could just do... sit here all silently. <laughs> I thought you could just take the context clues of like my, like I did a period and move on with my intonation. Well, I thought we already established that I was gassed. I'm not picking up on any clues, really. So I'm going to carry the rest of the episode. Well, that's this week's You Heard. (laughs) When you first started this week's You Heard, and you were like, if you look hard enough... I thought you were going to say, you'll be able to see a sailboat. (laughs) And you did not. It's a schooner, Brenda. (laughs) You dick. (laughs) Oh, man. We need to watch that movie, like, now. Well, yeah, anything Kevin Smith is always good on a weekend. I know you're, you know, you're like, you're 50% Kevin Smith. No, I'm a little less than that. You're 40% Kevin Smith. Mm, 25, maybe. I think it would have been, I think it would have been higher if Tusk didn't exist. If I didn't if I never saw Tusk, I would be higher for sure. Yeah. I think but when I think of Kevin Smith now, all I think about is my beloved Justin Long as that as this, a walrus. I hate you, please stop talking. <laughs> Which is interesting because it took Kevin Smith to come up with that particular science experiment, which leads right into this week's show. Oh my god, look at Tom. He found enough energy to do a segue. <laughs> You're welcome. It looks like you ain't going to have to carry the show after all. (laughs) As soon as I said that, I was like, oh, he's not ever going to let that happen. A lot of big guns to step up to the plate now. (laughs) Shut up. So, Nikki, why don't you introduce our guest this week? Okay, well, this week we talk to the founders of Drunk Science. We interview Shannon O'Dell, Joanna Rothkopf, and Jordan Mendoza, who created... Drunk Science, which takes place at the Little Field in Brooklyn. And basically, it's just three comedians get together. The, uh, these three host it. And three comedians get together. They, as the name implies, they have a couple drinks. And they explain a topic. And there's an, also a real scientist that's, um, that's involved. Yeah, there's like a weekly house scientist yes. that, you know, comes in and talks about some of the things that like they talk about. So like the three comedians who are getting drunk give a dissertation. So uh, let's go to Joanna, Shannon and Jordan and find out a little bit more about drunk science. All right, let's do that. You going to say it? Roll that fabulous bean footage. Here I am letting you carry the show. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, you guys all there? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey. Okay, sweet. Great. Thanks so much for chatting with the High Regard Show. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and why don't um, you know you start by telling me a little bit about how you all met? Um, oh. We've all been doing comedy at the, at UCB for a couple of years, um, and I think we just met through classes. I don't. I can't really remember when that was. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, Joe, you and I met in in the Cole Dressel class, and Nicole Dressel is a teacher at UCB. And then Shannon and I met, like, doing indie shows together, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, because I don't think we took a class together. Okay. No, no. And an indie improv scene. <laughs> it seems a lot comes out of that. So that's, that's it seems like a very creative environment. So, um, and, and you guys have been holding Drunk Science regularly since last August, correct? Uh, since last May, I think. Oh, last May, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think we, I think Jordan, Jordan, when did you originally come up with the idea for it? Um, it might have been like February of like last year. Was okay. it? Right. Then? <laughs> um, yeah, I came up with the idea at like, I work in an ad, uh, at an ad agency and we we're coming up with ideas for fun science events for a mm-hmm. hospital fundraiser. And then I came up with this idea. And then I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty good idea. I'm going to keep it for myself. <laughs> never mind the hospital. <laughs> never mind the hell, boy. Uh, the hell with I mean, them. The hospital is doing really well. I think they raised the money that they wanted. So it's You, you better hope they did. Yeah, geez. Oh, now we all have this on our shoulders. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I just want to make it clear. I was not aware we were taking a hospital. It's not a crazy idea. And I joined on. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so it, it, I, I'm pretty sure everyone's fine. Everyone's alive. Um, they made it. So, and then I was, like, trying to do a show with Shannon, um, for a while, but we just didn't really have any ideas that were sticking. And then when this came up, I was like, oh, my God, perfect. Shannon is a perfect person to ask for this show because she is actually, like, a science person. <laughs> She's a neuroscience PhD candidate at Wild Cornell. I was like, oh, wow. And then I met up with Joe, and I was like, oh, wow. Joe is perfect for this, too, because she uh, – Science journalism at Salon. That's right. I, I don't, Joe, I always mess up what exactly <laughs> you got your degree in. Yes, Joe, do you want to share with um, the class? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, a couple of years ago, I got my master's and did a fellowship at Columbia in science and health journalism. And I think I was in the middle of, uh, no, I, I guess I was like a year out when this came up. Okay. And, and it kind of just, you know, you, like, um, Shannon and Jordan had kind of been looking for something to do together, and then this just came up, and, you know, the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, I think our, originally, the idea for the show, I don't know exactly what the format was, but I think we really developed exactly what it was going to be once we all met together. Mm-hmm. Like, and how I like to think I was involved in, in some of that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. I would love to know what our original original thought for the show, but I think it developed into something like very different, maybe than we originally thought. And I mean, I love what the show is now. And you know, that that brings yeah. me to my my next question. You know, how has it evolved since you know the very first show into you know what we can expect next month or in a couple of days, I guess. Um, Well, so we started at the Annoyance Theater, which is a small kind of experimental um, comedy theater. It's in a basement. Um, The capacity is, I think, 70 maximum. Okay. Um, And it's sweaty and kind of wild, and you're allowed to do whatever you want. (laughs) So there it was kind of a free-for-all, and everyone was crammed together on this little stage. And then we realized that to make – we also were having all these real – adult established scientists coming in mm-hmm. and so, <laughs> so as that continued we realized that kind of wasn't tenable at that venue so yeah since moved to little field okay i mean at the beginning we were having some of our time slots were like that we were given were like 10 or 11 at mm-hmm. night and 
I mean, it was fun. I remember our first show, like, uh, the first show, like, we couldn't even fit everyone on stage. So our first show, we had multiple scientists, and the comedian, and the stage was so small, we were trying to figure it out. But, like, yeah. the comedians didn't even come on for the whole show, but now it's totally a different thing. Okay. Yeah, and, and, it, it was a lot, like, messier as well. Like, like I mean, <laughs> as time went by, we, like, refined the show format itself, but messier, I mean, like, with, like, the alcohol, people get, I think, a lot more drunk. At one point, I think the first show, I spit a lot of beer in the scientist's face. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know. That was just me. It's not really a show thing. Um, and, and I think yeah, I think just really as you've that. done it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you did, you did chug a beer on stage last show and that's right it seemed like there was a splash zone when you threw the beer can at the end <laughs> that's true i got a little wild i don't know um, <laughs> but in general it's got it's got more pub it's got more polished it's kind okay. of more of a real panel show yeah um, definitely there's less, less there's less that's totally free for all <laughs> there's less free yeah for all. i think <laughs> like I think we've really, like, taken input on, like, I know friends that have come and see the sh- have seen a show where we included uh, audience questions because people were coming. They were like, you know, I really wanted to ask the, right. the question. I think it's it's a unique show in that we're sitting scientists down in a, um, in a like, casual setting uh, where people can really – you know, speak openly about the realness of, like, what their day-to-day job is and mm-hmm. uh, what are the problems in their field and things like that. So I think that's changed a bit, too. Okay, cool. And, and what can guests um, – what can people expect um, and what guests are coming for the upcoming uh, Ignorance show on September 15th? What can you tell us about them? Um, so this month we have scientist. Our scientist is Dr. Stuart Firestein, um, and he is, um, among other things, he's written a lot about the role of ignorance in science, and he's written a book on that, um, and the role of just what we don't know in discovery. Mm-hmm. And um, our comedians this time are Aaron Gloria Ryan, who. She was on the one of those Brooklyn comedians to watch list. I used mm-hmm. to work with her Jezebel, Church of Locative. Um, you have Abby Crutchfeld, who is a great comedian. And we also have Bowen Yang who's in Top Roulette. It's a great lineup. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a really I feel like it's gonna be a really fun lineup. And how do you go about, you know, getting the scientists involved? You know, has that gotten easier as the show has, you know, changed and grown? Um, yeah, I think there's definitely some name recognition that we didn't used to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also now have the, the blessed um, value of having scientists who have done it, who have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Vouch for us with their colleagues. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, I think I think we definitely like uh, we pulled a lot from the Museum of Natural the Museum of Natural History. Really, all the faculty there are really great. Um, I I mean I even remember in the beginning there, our first show we really <laughs> struggled to find scientists, but I think as the show has grown, and we can ask people, hey, do you have any colleagues that might be interested in doing this? Mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot easier. And I think what I found really amazing are, like, almost every show, I'm like, the scientist was, I think, the funniest one on stage. Absolutely. <laughs> and they're drinking, yeah, they're too, right? Too. Sometimes. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. sometimes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And how do you prepare the guests? That... I'm sorry, go on. Rosa? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say it's a big it's a big sticking point that they show that nobody feels pressured or any yeah. kind of <laughs> right. <laughs> drink. It's just for fun. Okay. 
And and how do you prepare, you know, the guests beyond, you know, have giving them a drink, you know, or do they know anything at all about what they're going to be trying to do beforehand? Yeah, um, you're talking about the uh, comedians. Like the comedians, yeah. Yeah, the comedians. The comedians. Yeah, before the show, maybe a week before the show, we send the comedians topics um, that they can choose from, and they have to prepare dissertations on these (laughs) topics. So they have a week to do whatever sort of research they want to do in order to give this, like, three- to five-minute presentation. (laughs) Um, So people in the past have, like, uh, either, like, just gone on Wikipedia, or Gary Richardson, I think, read an entire book on this <laughs> subject, The Fermi Paradox. Um, yeah. So it really varies. Okay. So it's what they want to make of their research, basically. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, with past presentations um, on pandemics and theoretical physics, you know, what is the process for picking the theme of a show? Um, um, in the past, we have uh, focused on just scientists that we know and scientists that we like and people who work on things that we're interested in. Mm-hmm. And then we work from whoever we book to figure out what a what a good accessible theme would be. Okay. I mean, we also obviously have, like, wish lists. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. we all were very interested in having space be our first one. And what has been the most fun or craziest thing that's happened so far beyond Jordan spitting his beer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I apologize about that, guys. See you later. Um, Trying to think. Uh, Oh, we've had a scientist bite a beer can before. Oh, my God. crazy. He bit a beer can? Yeah, he Bit of beer. I feel like a lot of these scientists are really excited to get to be be fun guys (laughs) instead of academic guys. Yeah, Um, he was like, I can bite a, I can bite a beer and drink the whole beer, and I was like, what? And then he's like, look at this. He took a beer and just ate out of the side of it like a vampire bat. (laughs) Dry. Yeah, we've also Um, we've had. We've had leeches on stage. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> people falling asleep on stage. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen when you mix science and alcohol, essentially. <laughs> I guess not. And, of course, you know, that brings me to my next question. What do you think is the biggest misconception people have about scientists? <laughs> um, I mean, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I think people have a lot of misconceptions. Obviously, Shannon, you can speak to this too. <laughs> but I think there is a, there's an impression that science and scientists are dry and hard to mm-hmm. understand and not funny. Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of humor in all of the subjects we've covered in themselves, but even without the comedians. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. And I think even more, like, scientists and scientists in general is that, A, that it's inaccessible or too hard to understand. And I think that was one of our, like, main goals, all of us in the show, I know it's one of my main goals, is just, like, making the science itself accessible and interesting and, like, hoping that people will be kind of, like, turned on to the topic and then maybe look up things on their own. Yeah. Okay, great. And what is, uh, you know, what kind of, what scientists are maybe on, like, your wish list that you would love to have be a part of this that haven't been on already? I would love Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah, I think we all want Neil deGrasse Tyson. I mean, who doesn't want Neil? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, absolutely. <laughs> he seems like he would be a very, just a good time. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> And finally, at some point, um, I want, no want uh, what's that? No, go on, Jordan. Sorry. Uh, I was about to say, at some point, I want my dad on the show. I just think it'd be fun. My dad's a psychiatrist. Um, oh, okay. He specializes in <laughs> geriatrics. I think it just might be fun. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And finally, you know, since this is drunk science, you know, what are your drinks of choice? 
Mm. Um, mine's tequila, definitely. It's the only <laughs> drink that's a fur, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's a good call it. <laughs> I'm like exclusively Pinot Grigio. I'm like Liz Lemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I think I probably, I was just having this conversation if I had to only have one alcohol for the rest of my life, I think I'd go with red wine. Anytime. Red wine? All right. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys, for talking to the High Regard Show. I really appreciate it. Wonderful. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Thanks so much. Thank Thank you. you. So yeah, so the next installment of Drunk Science takes place on Thursday, September 15th at Littlefield in Brooklyn, and it's going to be about ignorance. <laughs> Something we know all about, we don't we? We know all too much about ignorance. <laughs> yes, and I feel like it goes both ways, because we can be ignorant, Yes, but we certainly Have are been... privy to Yes. Ignorance. Yes. And I think that like every like the world has just become so ignorant. Like I, I hate it so much. But before we get into our like discussions, um, so it takes place on Thursday, September fifteenth at seven PM. Um well the doors open at seven and the show starts at eight PM. And it features Bowen Yang, who was named one of Brooklyn's 50 Funniest People. He's also part of UCB. Um, Aaron Gloria Ryan, who is also one of Brooklyn's Funniest People. And Abby Crutchfield from You Can Do Better on True TV. And the scientist guest is going to be Stuart J. Firestein, Ph.D., who is the chair of the Department of Biological Sciences at Columbia University. Well, I would be very nervous giving a dissertation in front of like a real scientist, no matter like even if it was drunk. Like, I think I would be really good on like a drunk kind of like themed show. Yes, because like I know so much about so little like or I know like so much about so much. But like I only know like like if there was like a Hollywood pop culture like you know, describe a movie, like drunk movie describing. <laughs> like, I would be perfect at that. No, you wouldn't. Because I could describe any movie that I've not seen because I know all about movies. There are times where you just don't care. When we were prepping for the show tonight and I was asking you, I'm like, who are those two scientists on TV that are really famous? No, fuck and you, And you Tom. were just like, and this was you, you were like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know, I think they're on Nickelodeon. You're like, no, you I don't said, know. who are those two scientists who had that show on Nickelodeon? And I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know? How many two scientist shows are there? I don't know because I'm not real good. scientist. I don't science good. <laughs> it's a TV show. You just said if it was entertainment and pop culture. And what was it? I said movies. What was it? I said movies. What was the show? My specialty. What was the my show? My speciality is what was movies. the show? It was Mythbusters, which is oh, neither is that not about pop culture s- enough. Which was not on Nickelodeon. You were like, it's, it's true, a- it was not on. Nickelodeon. So shut up. But you should have known when I said two scientists, you should have been like Mythbusters, and it's only because right now I just couldn't think of it because you know I'm gassed. So I'm like, you're gonna get gassed <laughs> before this goddamn episode is over. Okay, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, that sounds kind of fun after the week of illness we've had. <laughs> that's every week. But seriously, I'm like going, all right, there's two scientists. What two scientists could it possibly be? Oh my god, let it Let's go. Let's think of two scientist shows. I don't know because Bill I Nye? don't watch science. Is it Bill Nye? It could be. Maybe Can't he has an assistant. Maybe he has an one assistant. Guy. Maybe he has a one cheeky guy. assistant. No. That has a potty mouth. <laughs> You're just making up a show I am now. making up a show, goddammit. <laughs> who's this show starring? Bill Nye and who's the cheeky assistant? Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody who knows science. I don't know. Bill Nye would just be looking at you and being like, all right, I have some questions. And he'll, like, ask, he'll turn to you and ask him and be like, no. And I'll be like, looking in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like tying my shoe. Like what? <laughs> like just trying to chase down butterflies. Whatever. That <laughs> like happens. a lab. Like whatever a lab would do. Like in a field, that would be like me. Can you imagine a scientist like who would be on a show with you? And it wouldn't be me because I would never do a science show with you because I would, I would know that I would have way, way too much work to do. Like Joanna, Shannon, and Jordan, I mean, and everybody in the world, like who doesn't want to do a show with Neil deGrasse Tyson? Well, of course. Because We're he just... not even a science show. And we've been saying, oh my God, like, since before we started this podcast, like seriously. We want to do something with you, Neil. Yeah, because you, when you were actually writing for like other you know, outlets and stuff yeah. like that before you and I even started this whole thing. This whole shebang. And we were like, man, can we interview him for this publication? Can we interview him for another pub? Like, we went down a list of things we could possibly get him on, and it was ridiculous, like, the stuff we would come up with. We were like, let's just get Neil deGrasse Tyson on and ask him questions about, like, Adult Swim. Let's get Neil deGrasse Tyson Stop on. Stop giving away secrets. Did I say Adult Swim? You did. I thought I said adult sin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. I'm on like, original sin? hold on a second. Is that a show, too, that maybe I didn't realize? Maybe I <laughs> maybe sin. I showed my hand a little too soon. Maybe you've been watching Spice. <laughs> what the hell is Spice? It was like an adult channel. Is it not an adult channel anymore? I don't know. I don't think I've... When I used to work like the late shift at the cable company, we would get these guys that would call on like Saturday nights at like my shift ended at like midnight and like they would call at like eleven forty five and be like, I'd like to add spice to my channels. And then Sunday at eleven o'clock in the morning they'd be like, Um, hi. Um somebody ordered this on my like TV set and I was wondering if I can cancel it. (laughs) Exactly. Like seriously, like all the time we were constantly getting calls about Spice. Like it was so crazy. It's like the day after and I wonder if Spice is actually even still a channel now considering that like the entire internet is called Spice. (laughs) (laughs) Like seriously. Did you see that Pamela Anderson came out this week and said that people who watch porn are losers? Says the queen who like says the person who like made her life being like a pretty much a whore like pretty much and the highlight of her life was the fact that she made a porn was the Tommy Lee video and I was just like are you like I'm reading it and I was like it it gotta be a different Pamela Lee like it has to be and I was like could it be the cake lady and I'm like no that's Sarah Lee and I'm I'm like yeah and then I was like is the chick from Greece and I'm like that's Sandra D and I'm like going no it's Pamela Lee Pamela Lee thinks that like porn is ruining the country yeah like I that's just ridiculous like I sometimes think that people who interview People like Pamela Lee are ruining the country. <laughs> the fact that porn exists. Porn's making people happy. Leave it alone. It really is. Oh, my lanterns. So, back to science, please. Yes, yeah, so let's please get back to science. <laughs> I can see you. This is what I picture. I picture you, because I was going to say this before, with a scientist on a show. And it has to be. It has to positively be like a TV type show. And I see the scientists in a laboratory talking about like something like grand, like, you know, like time travel or like, you I'm know, out already. or like black holes or black mass or isn't it amazing? Like how much black they put in things mm-hmm. like this, like they love the word black, 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 everything. Anyway. <laughs> so cause it's sleek. Like and a it's panther. black like space. Yeah, that too. So anyway. It's vast. It, it's very vast. Never ending. Never ending. Like this story. <laughs> so there you are in the background <laughs> while the scientists are talking about somebody. <clears throat> I can kind of see you like in a depth of field shot where you're kind of blurred out and you're like just every once in a while peeking over like in the mouse tank. And then I see it tipping over, and I see you just like, ugh, like staggering around, and the little mice like running all over the <laughs> table and stuff. You trying to catch them, but you're afraid to touch them. <laughs> oh my god, that would be brilliant. No lie, freshman year science, hardest mm. teacher. Like everybody hated this guy. He loved me because he was my brother's football coach, like many years before, and 
we were learning about something and he like just hated students but like he was awesome in the way that like he hated us and <laughs> what kind of teacher hates students I'm i think just, a lot of students i just do. love I, summer vacations i think a lot of Screw teachers do students. like i really really do but like i endeared myself to him and he be, he was like my favorite teacher even though i only had him freshman year he was my favorite teacher all through high school but i was walking out of science class and they had like we were doing something with like i think it was phosphorus Yes. And he had phosphorus in a jar. And I was wearing this like little purse that was swinging back and forth as I walked. And my purse knocked the jar of phosphorus onto the ground. The glass that it was in, like the glass container it was in, like it wasn't a beaker, but it was in like a big, con- like a big container, like a big glass container, broke, smashed, fo- smashed, and phosphorus went everywhere, including all over the velvet shoes that I was wearing. It's pretty much what I would expect for you being Yeah, like, that would be, like, every week it would be, like, what's Nikki's catastrophe going to be this week? And, like, maybe that would even be my segment, like, Nikki's laboratory (laughs) catastrophe. (laughs) This is, this is what we talk about. You just sitting on the couch sometimes. And you get up, and all of a sudden, it's like you knock over like the hassock. Shit goes flying. I get stuck in the the blanket a lot. Like you get, you do. You trip yourself on the way into the the kitchen. You want something? I'm always afraid to ask for anything because I'm just like going. You know, if I ask for something and you get injured on the way, it kind of makes me responsible. So I don't really want to ask for anything. Like today, I was getting up to get a drink, and I was like, "Oh, you want your grapefruit juice?" And then it spilled all over the fucking kitchen floor. (laughs) Like my life is a series of just like. The answer is yes, I did want the grapefruit juice. No, I didn't want to be cleaning up with a towel. I clean I mop the floor. You did mop the floor, but you also the one that spilled it. I know. I didn't <laughs> spill it. It was the sugar cubes that fell and spilled it. Oh. <laughs> but yes, like science was definitely not my strong suit. Well, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that we started thinking about because science isn't really my strong suit either. I I, I very much You're like it. You're interested in it, I'm, yeah. I am very interested in it. Like, I am fascinated. Because, as you know, my mom worked for NASA. She did, and that she is did, so awesome. She did not raise a rocket scientist <laughs> at all. But, you know, for the most part, I would say that, you know, we excel in different things. And we know that there is... I'm a really good reader. You're you're good good reading. I I did good read. (laughs) I read good. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a matter of, you know, you are good in reading. (laughs) I am good in stuff, anything to do with crayons or magic markers. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I mean, I like science. So between the two of us, we have like the intelligence level of maybe a third grader. Maybe, but we're gonna put that to the test eventually. We're not there <laughs> oh, yet. No. Though. We're not there yet though. <laughs> but the but we was we were saying before the show, we're like, all right, so these guys came up with drunk science. Mm-hmm. And before that on Comedy Central was and, and even before that on Funny or Die was mm-hmm. drunk history. Mm-hmm. So we're like, what would you like to see as the next drunk thing? I honestly forget what my answer was. You originally said anything but drunk math, but you said you had a good possibility of doing better at math because you're so bad at it that if you were drunk, you just might be like, just make it up shit. Maybe I'd beautiful mind it or something or like, (laughs) no, not beautiful mind it, not beautiful mind it, goodwill hunting it. Like I'd be like, I'd turn into the janitor solving the puzzles. (laughs) Is that what it is? (laughs) Maybe like, maybe I'd become like a, maybe I'd become a brilliant mathematician. Or not. Or I'm assuming not. Like, I mean, like I am terrible at math. You know what it would be like? It would be like the Always Sunny episode where they were giving Charlie Day, like, the placebo yeah. pills. And he thought he was, and he was just writing gibberish down. And just and thinking like, he was speaking Cantonese. See? You should Again, this is complete gibberish. <laughs> That would be totally that you. That is so me. Like, seriously, that would be so me. You would just be, like, all confident, like, yeah, this is what it's going to be. And it's like, no, that's not going to be it. <laughs> so, well, what happened well, there? Well, yeah. <laughs> I just was, like, laughing. So, that would be you. That would be me. So, what would you want your drunk show to be? Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm not really sure. I feel like this is my drunk show. 
Like it's just, it's just we just come here and just talk. Cause I figure that's like the easiest thing. Yeah. Even when we like stall out, it's like going, all right, it's cool, man. Whatever. I don't know, we'll man. I think like out. you would do like drunk, like like astronomy or something, because you love space so much. I do love space. Like I want to just be in space. Seriously, like just floating in that big puffy outfit. Like I. Oh would my love god! I'd the be silence. totally cool with that. The solitude, I, I think space is like my go-to place. Like, so, but there's already a drunk science, so you can't do yeah. space, okay. and that's why I was like, if I had to do something else, I don't know what I would do. Really, I hate regular academics. Spelling, yeah, you're already a drunk speller. Yeah, like seriously, God knows it wouldn't be any different than what my normal spelling is. So there's no point of having a drunk spelling with me or drunk math with you. Like we're both, (laughs) I would say, equally as retarded (laughs) as one another when it comes to those subjects. We would have to do drunk politics with Tyler. Well, that already exists. (laughs) (laughs) We have had that episode once before. Not necessarily on a show, but definitely (laughs) during some holidays. It should have been. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should have. Oh, my God, man. She gets so revved up. And the funny thing is, is that she was taking on the all-time heavyweight champ of of politics. politics. Like, you know, you put, like, the person who does nothing but just watch she consumes politics. Yeah. One half of politics. And what happened to you? Your mom is so into it. And then you're, you're kind of just like going, oh, there's an election this year? Like, seriously? <laughs> like, I really think that if, you, if your last job wasn't, like, involving just, like, news of the world... Mm-hmm. You would be so out of the loop. I really would. I would be like the most uninformed journalist that ever lived because I just, I like covering arts and entertainment. Like, you really do. But I feel like this election year alone would be filled with entertainment. (laughs) Not so much arts because those are going to be cut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Well done. Well done. Well placed. So, like, I don't know what I would pick. Like, if I had to pick a show, like, I, I really, I mean, like, I really don't okay. know. Maybe just drunk art. Drunk art would be good. They have that already too. Like, I feel like oh, there's the so art many draw, yeah, like you the just wine, go and you paint, like, you know, paint like vine or vino or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I kind of like to go to one of those just to make it feel like I'm kind of an artist because I've been watching Bob Ross on Netflix. And it's, like, taking me back to this happy place. Like, it's just real mellow. It's real chill. And it makes me want to paint. And then, like, I'm looking at what he does, and I'm just like, how are you going to make that, like, a seascape? Like, come on, Bob. Like, how are you going to do that? And then he fucking does. Every time. Every time. Every time. And it's I'm not just, even a challenge. And I'm like, watching you. It. I'm watching you do it, and I just can't even fathom. Yeah. He, it's it, To him, it's nothing. He just says, I see it. I put it out there. That's it. This is what it's going to wind up being. We sit there, we look at it, we're like going, there's no way. It's like these new coffee artists. What kind of accent did I just what do? What was that? I don't know. I'm so congested, these, I feel like my voice is coming out like these all Boston. These coffee artists, you were like, like, it was like you turned into like a Long like a Jewish Long Island housewife, but then there was like... From Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Like you had like you got like three different dialects in there. I That's, don't know why. I, I'm not even why. mad. I'm impressed. But you have you seen like these guys like on like Facebook and stuff no. where they they use like coffee beans or whatever, and they'll like start painting this canvas, and they'll be like, "Oh, like with a, coffee beans." Yeah. Well, this one guy did it with chocolate, and he's like, "Oh, this is like a tribute to Willy Wonka because Willy Wonka passed away." Uh, or Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, you know what I mean. Yeah. So he just starts painting and stuff like that, and it looks like nothing. It looks like he's just smearing shit on a white canvas, right? Because <laughs> can it's just yeah. chocolate. Right. So so he wants you to think. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps reaching in the back of his pants. It's oh chocolate, God, guys. It is. It that is. again makes me think of mall rats, which means that like we're oh, destined to watch my this. Oh, God. Okay, go on. So... Next you know, he's, like, just swiping away with the brush, and you're, like, going, what the hell is that? Even as he's finishing up, because, you know, you could see, like, the end of the video coming, and you're, like, going, I don't there's, like, yeah. 30 seconds left, and this doesn't look like anything. And then all of a sudden, he grabs it, and he spins it, because he painted the whole thing upside down, and you're, like, holy crap, it's incredible holy how, crap. This, how good this <laughs> looks. But, like, 
I don't know why. Like, I know, like, there are artists out there who could see things, like, upside down, sideways, and yeah, stuff like I'm that. Not... But I, maybe it's just after so many years of just being in advertising that you just lose it, where you're just, like, going, I don't see it like that. Or maybe I just don't draw enough, where it's, like, going, I can't see how these things Maybe, are. yeah. So, I don't Because know. I find that, like, when I write, like, and when I, I get, like, really deep into, like, writing for myself, whether it's, like, like, the other night I wrote two poems, and I'm, like, oh, my God, like, it, like, just opened up the floodgates, and I felt like I could just keep going. <laughs> what night was that? The night that you were up until, like, 9 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was, like, 4 in the morning. Ugh. But, like, because I had this cough that, like, wouldn't quit. Yeah, we were all up because of it. We well, know exactly what that cough was all about. <laughs> But yeah, like, but it's just like when you do things, like you become more conscious of it. You do. You do. So who would you say is your favorite scientist? Oh, that's easy. Tesla. Obviously. Tesla. And and there was a point where, like, seriously, I would go through, like, Netflix and Hulu and anything that I can find, like, downloadable-wise and just download everything I could about Tesla. And because I feel like Tesla was like the working man scientist like he wasn't getting like super rich he wasn't getting like all these accolades like that was like edison was just like ripping off all of his stuff and tesla was just like going man i'm just doing the science because i'm badass at science yeah yeah i mean like there was something about him that's just like he was a rebel and he was like a typical person who just like, you know, you do something and then you just get screwed for it. Like every typical worker, like, you know what I mean? Like just worker who's not like of the upper echelon. Like he got screwed pretty much. He got screwed. So bad. Completely, completely screwed. Like it was crazy. Well, you know, like everybody was trying to figure out ways to monetize electricity and stuff like for the world. Mm-hmm. Tesla was just like going, why? It's all around us. It's completely free. And then everybody was like, shh, Tesla, don't screw it up for the rest of us because, like, these six people want to become really, really rich. So you just shut up. Shut up. Don't talk. <laughs> shut, shut up. up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. So definitely Tesla. Was there, who would you pick? Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur. Louis the comedian? Pasteur. No. Oh, that's Louis C.K. Oh, my God, you do. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and I fell in love with Louis Pasteur. From the Value Tales books. Do you remember them at all? I do not. Oh, my God. We had this, like, entire collection, and I don't know where they came from or why we had them, but, like, they were these big, white, like, children's books, and they gave, like, a fictionalized biography of, like, tons of different historic figures, and it was, like, they were drawn really, like, simply with, like, bold letters, and, like, they were very colorful, and every story, like, had a narrator who was, like, an anthropomorphic, is that how you say it? Like an animal. Anthro- yeah. Like a, like like a when, robot. No, but like when, no, like when an <laughs> like inanimate, like when like a dog can talk and it's like, you know, like things like that. Um, anamorphic? It's anthropomorphic, babe. All right. It's anthropomorphic. Are you a scientist? Yeah. It's like the attribution of human traits, emotions, and intentions to non-human entities. Even though I think a dog is like, a dog is a human. So, I mean... But, like, it had, like, you know, each story had these, like, tales. And I just, like, I loved the drawing, like, how they told the tale tale of Louis Pasteur. And it's basically, like, you know, and it starts off because, like, he became, like, he's known for, like, doing vaccines, like, creating vaccines and, like, pasteurization so that, like, people didn't get sick from drinking milk because, like, unpasteurized milk is, like, even as, as I think, just as probably disgusting as real milk because I hate milk. But, like, he invented the process so that, like, it stayed longer and it didn't make you sick. So, you know, but it started out by him being bit by a dog, you know? Um, or no. <clears throat> and he got... <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, he didn't get bit by a dog. But he was, like, you know, he, he like, it was told, told the story of this boy who was bitten by a dog, got rabies, and then, like, was cured using this medicine developed by Louis Pasteur. And it's just, like, the way that it told his story and, like, how it told his story, like, it was just something that, like, always, like, really stuck with me. And I just, like, loved that book. But... What the hell is going on? Wait, did he invent the antibiotics or was he a wolfman? He might have been a wolfman. I think he it, looks very kind of wolfman. It seems like he might be a wolfman. <laughs> but he worked. He was famous for like discovering, you know, making discoveries about the immune system and vaccinations and, you know, disease and like battle and like. So without him, like, 
maybe there wouldn't have been like the vaccine to stop meningitis or polio and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And I just like, I don't know. I just felt like really strongly with that. Like as a kid, like he just like the stuff that like the, the stuff that the book covered. And like, I wish we had the books here because like, I think I would read them all right now because like everything I learned about science and stuff I learned from reading these books. Cause they had like Marie Curie and like all this stuff and his book and like each book was called like, you know, the story uh it was like the value of blah 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 and his is the value of believing in yourself because people always like put him down for like what he was trying to do and like here he invented this like way to like stop disease and stuff just like that just like that i felt like i just had a little bit of my own episode (laughs) of drunk science without even being drunk I'm drunk. Are on, you sure? And coincidentally, I might be drunk on antibiotics right now. So thank you, Louis Pasteur. Thank you, Louis Pasteur, for making this show a little more entertaining than it would have been without the antibiotics. <laughs> Shall we get into it? Did you know? I would like that. Well, let's roll it. Did you know? This week's Did You Know is a little interactive. Oh, no. That usually does not mean something well for me. It certainly doesn't. But (laughs) why not jump into a little what does Nikki know as far as science is concerned? It's not called what does Nikki know. It's called did you know. Well, okay, I'm asking. Did you know (laughs) (laughs) these questions I have for you about science? So these general science quiz questions are for... This comes from a website called Science Kids. So that seems like it would be pretty friendly for adults, right? Science Kids. I hope so. Is the kid spelled with a Z? That's your first wrong answer. (laughs) 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 So, why don't we start off with what is the biggest planet in our solar system? Jupiter. Did you read ahead? I did not. All right. I have the answer key in front of me. I'm just looking at your screen to make sure you don't. But okay, I see. I do I see. All right. I used to be, I wanted to be an astronaut. (laughs) And certain things like stayed with me. Like Jupiter's the biggest planet. I knew that. Everybody knows that. You should know that. (laughs) Oh my God. You wanted to be an astronaut just so you could circle Uranus. (laughs) What is the chemical symbol for the element oxygen? Oh my god, I cannot believe you got your two for two. H2O, man. H2O. The O is water. Mm. The O is water. (laughs) Almost. It's half. See, I just redeemed that why I know that. You certainly have, which really makes me believe you cheated now. What? What is another name for a tidal wave? A tsunami? It is. And I feel like you would know that one. Because, because I, covered of, a, I cover a lot of tsunamis. Well, not even that. It's also because of, like, my insane fear of drowning of, yes. in this city. Like, I am convinced there's going to be a wave. What was the name that I never... What was the other name that they called? A water funnel? A water funnel? No, what did... What, did, what was the first... A tsunami. Oh, a tsunami. Yeah, but I know. What was the one that you said, though? What was the one that was the question? Tidal wave. Oh, a tidal wave. A tidal wave. Yeah. Yeah, but I would see it as a tsunami. Like, I, I really, really think at some point global warming is going to, like, kick things up to the point where a big wave is just going to come yeah. and just just You've had that dream enough that, like, I totally believe it. Yeah, and, and it goes on. Like, I can go a week straight and every single night have the same dream That's of standing dream. in Midtown and just watching, like, a wall of water come and just wipe everything out. I wonder if it would hit us up here in Harlem. Because, like, we have such high cliffs on, like... Yeah, but you're Either talking side. about like the size of a tsunami, man. It's like, like give you know, me a building huge. that it's tall as. Like, what? How tall is it? It'd be as tall as the Empire State Building. Do you think it would wipe us out? Maybe. Even up here, yeah, Maybe. easily, because we're not above the Empire State Building. I guess not. Well. Good thing we're high up, though, because, like, maybe we could make it to, like, the GWB and get to Jersey. As the opening says, we're way up on the third floor. So <laughs> probably not. I don't think it would really be that high to make a difference. But 
Because you also got to think, like, when it's when the when that tsunami starts hitting buildings, it's going to just tear through them and probably knock down a lot of buildings. True. Like, and once one falls, they go down like dominoes. Dominoes. Like, just think about it. I mean, I prefer people didn't, like, think about it in this way. But, I mean, when the Twin Towers went down, everybody thinks, like, it was just the Twin Towers that went down. But when they went down, they took out, like, a bunch of buildings in the area. I thought they only took like one. Like, well, they took down. There was like, damage there was, all over the place. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that there wasn't damage all over the place, but I, it wasn't like dominoes. But it's it's like a well, yeah, because type yeah, thing. yeah. So, all right. True or false? Dogs are herbivores. Does that mean that they like marijuana? Why does that affect your answer? <laughs> it might. <laughs> because we see that drug sniffing lab like at my work all the time outside at Rockefeller Center where like I want to see drugs or bombs and it's like either way, dogs got either, either way he wins. <laughs> um I'm gonna say no. False. False is correct. They are omnivores. Meat eaters. Oh, okay. What the yeah. hell's a herbivore? Herbivore is like a vegetarian. Think about it, like herbs. So, oh. like, you know. So, how, what am I now? So, am I, like, four for four now? You are four for four, and I swear there's a fix. Fine, then find another science quiz, then, no, if you don't no, trust no, me. No, 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 um, no. Maybe I'm not as dumb as you think that I thought that I was once. What movie is that from? Dodgeball. Let's try this one. As your fifth and final question, how many bones do sharks have in their bodies? Sharks don't have bones. That is correct. Jesus Christ, you did really good. Five for five. Look at me. Sharks, like in addition, like I, I would like to be like a shark scientist, maybe. Like I am fascinated by sharks. They're just so badass. I know all I hear about is sharks, and then when Shark Week comes, you're like going, "Eh, I'm over it." Because I don't like watch. <laughs> because the stuff that they put on TV is so stupid. It really is so dumb. Like I want to see like, like I follow on Instagram. Like two places that do tours, like in Australia, mm-hmm. and like they show like people in cages. Like I would love to go in the cage of a shark, like or in like a shark cage someday, and just like watch a shark coming at me. I know I'd shit my pants in my wetsuit, but like, man, like just I to feel see like that. I'd like to see that because that would be kind of funny <laughs> in itself. Like it just lo- like they're just so fascinating. True, 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 true. True or false? I feel like I should ask you questions now. No, that's okay, because that was this week's Did You Know? Did you know? That was what we call a dick move, Tom. (laughs) I know, but somebody has to wrap these shows up when they start to get a little out of control. I feel like we're on good timing right now, and, you know. All right, so there we have it. All right, so. Maybe next week. Maybe next week you can... Quiz me on something. I will quiz you on something. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You you knock yourself out, Missy. Whatever you feel you got to do. All right. Well, be sure to check out the fun of Drunk Science at DrunkSci.com, which takes place on Thursday, September 15th at Littlefield, which is at 622 DeGraw Street in Brooklyn. Yes. Um, and we'll also, you know, as always, give details in the show's this week's show description. Of course we will. That's yes. what we do. We, we do uh, details in show descriptions. We do. We do. So thank you so much to Shannon, Joanna, and Jordan for talking about drunk science with us. We really appreciate it. Yes, gang. I think that's awesome. And, I and like, if you do get Neil deGrasse Tyson, I could see a crossover show in our future. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> one of us. If one of us gets him, let's all help the other one out. Let's do that. Let's really make it a plan. So... That is one way to learn about them. If you'd like to learn about us, check out highregardshow.com. Or you can email us if you feel like spreading whatever. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, email us. Yeah, let us know because whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was going with in the beginning. I don't know, to, but uh, that's why I was you like. you feel like spreading, I was like, what? I was like, yeah, email us if you do. <laughs> <laughs> you too could be on Spice Channel after that. Spread them. <laughs> <laughs> spread them is the <laughs> spread them is our spice channel is like our spice channel version of the show but it's not our email address that would be highregardshow at gmail.com 
And you can join the fun on social media channels by finding us as High Regard Show. I totally am like Are you sure? Are you sure that's it? Yes. At sign High Regard Show. All right. So thank you very much again for joining us, everybody. We will see you for week number 51 before the big anniversary special. 51. Next week. Bye. Bye. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention?